are listening to the Sailing to Success podcast show, where we share practical tips and strategies to help you be more productive, boost your profits, and grow your business. Hi, I'm Lindsay Phillips, founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth, and I'll be your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. Today, we'll be chatting with podcast tech wizard, Kyle Martin from Pod Hero. He shares his wisdom and Swiss Army knife marketing and production tool, Pod Hero, what it does, and how to optimize and promote your podcast. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast show. Um, As you know, I'm all about sharing amazing strategies and tips for content marketing and to bring your business to the next level. And today, I'm super thrilled with chatting with Kyle Martin from Pod Hero. So growing up, he, he admits to not having a ton of friends or close friends. In senior years, he discovered the wonderful world of podcasting, and his world absolutely changed. Um, over the next couple of years, he started to learn more about storytelling, entrepreneurship, and life in general. And after looking for ways to give back to the podcasting community, you know, hanging out on podcast forums and podcasting conferences, he realized there was a number of pain points that podcasters kept mentioning. So from this was born Pod Hero to help podcasters grow their business and authority. It's actually kind of like a Swiss army knife of marketing and production tools made just for podcasters. And I know I have dove into it and it looks freaking amazing. I'm super excited to um, sign up for that for myself, but also my clients as well. So welcome, Kyle. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, so let's kind of dive in because um, you've obviously been podcasting for for quite a while. Why podcasting out, out of it, out of anything? So you know, a lot of people say, "Hey, go to YouTube," but look, there's something extremely powerful about audio. Mm-hmm. The thing is, people listen to your podcast when they're by themselves, when they're washing their dishes, when they're mm-hmm. driving home, when they're driving to work. Uh, whatever the situation is, is you're in their ears and people don't realize how powerful it is to basically have some one-on-one time um, with each listener and it builds just a very strong connection. Um, so video also does this, but with audio, it's much easier to access. They're going to have access to you more often. So yeah, podcasting is the way to go for sure. I like how you said um, you get one-on-one attention and I've never actually thought of it that way because I guess, you know, as someone recording, you kind of think one to many, right? All these people are listening, but if you really kind of scale it in, you are speaking to one person, the one, the person that's listening and they feel that one-on-one connection. I've never really thought of it that way, but that's powerful. Right. Yeah. There's uh, there's something, there's a lot, there's a lot of there's a lot to be said about creating basically an idea of what that listener looks like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in business, when you're creating a bit, when you, sorry. That's okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So when you're marketing your business, you definitely want to think about um, who am I selling this to, right? Am I selling this to a beginner, intermediate or advanced user? Um, you need to kind of have a name for them and their hobbies and kind of build a whole profile of what this customer could be. So in your podcast, basically your podcast is a product and you're, you need to market it toward a certain type of person. So you really need to kind of zero in on who your listener is. Is it someone that still has a day job? Is it someone who has already started their business? Uh, It's really important to kind of just imagine 
you're talking to one person um, and that will make your content so much better. That's so true. Would you say the same as, cause I mean, there's two different types of podcasts, right? There's the one like we're doing where there's interview style, but I mean, there's many people that are now doing podcasts where it's, I call it hosted where it's just one person, you know, talking for 15 minutes on a topic. Um, I imagine it's easier to do when it's just the hosted kind versus two people chit chatting. So it's actually, if you, so starting an interview podcast is actually one of the best ways to get started in podcasting because a lot of people are very afraid of, well, I don't have enough to say to the world or, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can do this every week with an interview podcast. Um, one, you're building a lot of connections and two, you don't have to always come up with content. Like your guest is going to provide the content and you also are going to learn as well. So, um, yeah, definitely. I would start with the interview podcasts. However, the hosted podcasts are also awesome. Um, it's, you have to treat it like a blog. You have to be very consistent and you have to, you know, deliver value for every single second that they're listening. Because if you start wandering off, um, that that's basically it. Like they're going to stop listening. So you really need to kind of have a strong core message and a core sort of listener persona. If you're going to do a hosted podcast. The thought of doing a hosted podcast scares the crap out of me. <laughs> like, I don't think I could ever do it. I don't think I could ramble on for 20 minutes on a one topic. It's hard enough for me to do my videos where I talk for three to five minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's your comfort level too, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. You need to be very comfortable in front of the mic. Um, it's something that, you know, there's just something psychologically that goes on when you hit the record button. You're just like, okay, I can't mess up. Um, but really half of podcasting is just being, is, is being comfortable in front of the mic and, uh, just not getting, not being afraid to get out there and, um, you know, share, share what you have. I think people are looking for authenticity more so than perfection. Absolutely. 100%. It's okay to leave some ums in there and us. It's a natural thing that people do. So I, uh, yeah, you know, it I just feels did like it right a natural there. conversation. I don't like when, when some clients I've had and they're like, oh, I coughed here and I, I'm, I, I'm like, who cares? It shows that you're a real normal human being versus this. And you can tell when it's chopped and cut out a little bit. I, I, I prefer it when it's natural personally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And the other thing is part of your podcasting focus is being efficient in your business. So if you're doing oh, a podcast for point. your business, right, you don't have time to edit out every single um and ah, um, it's something that, that you just need to just record it. People will get value from it and then ship it. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, taking actions is the biggest part. Um, so let's dive into podcasting and promoting podcasts. I mean, we were kind of talking off air a little bit how, you know, and I see it so often where someone will do a podcast, they send an email out to their list, they'll do, you know, ask social media posts the day that it goes live. And then it's almost like the podcast falls off the face of the planet. Um, (laughs) That to me is like one of the biggest um, mistakes. What other um, advice would you give out uh, to new podcasters out there for promoting their podcast? Yeah. So there's, there's a number of ways I would recommend. Um, The first tip I would say is when you tweet about your episode, don't just tweet once tweets, mm-hmm. maybe a couple times an hour 
and then wait a couple days and tweet it again and then wait a week out and then tweet it again. Um, I think it's the average lifetime of a tweet is about 10 minutes. So if you're not on, you know, if you're listeners, right. Yeah. It's, it's insane. So I would definitely recommend posting multiple times using buffer or meet Edgar, some sort of social media scheduling tool to help you with that because ain't nobody got time for that. No. And thank God for pre-scheduling. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely, definitely revolutionized, um, you know, online marketing. Um, so if you don't already have a social media scheduling tool, get one of those. Um, and you can even hook it up to your, to your podcast feed. So, um, you don't, you can almost automate a lot of your marketing. And that's actually kind of what my, my tool does. Pod hero is essentially helps people automate and speed up mm-hmm. marketing techniques for podcasts. Um, so another one that would re- another way I would recommend marketing your podcast is taking your audio content and repurposing it. So you can do that through a couple ways. First way is basically getting your audio transcribed into a PDF. Mm-hmm. Um, some people may prefer just to read or they, uh, you know, uh, they just don't have access to headphones at the moment. They just kind of want to read something and still absorb your content. You can get, you can use a service like rev.com to That's essentially, fine. Oh, use rev.com. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, they're great. And it's only about a, a buck a minute. So with 24 hour turnaround, that's not bad at all. Fast. Yeah. And do you think it's pretty accurate? It is. Cause I've used a couple of other sources and the amount of editing was, it was more. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So that's perfect. Um, so you can basically take that audio transcript and then turn it into a lead magnet. So when you're interviewing on podcasts or you're just like, you have some blog post. Um, with your, with your, your podcast inside of it, you can basically say, Hey listener, uh, if you wanted the, if you wanted the text transcript to this episode, just put in your email and I'll send you this PDF. Um, it also helps if maybe if you don't want to offer like a whole transcription, you can basically use a virtual assistant to help summarize that content and then turn it into a bullet a bulleted list, you know, something like that, that might be a little bit more consumable and attractive to uh, listeners on your site. Um, so another way that you can repurpose your audio content is you can basically turn your audio into a video. And here's something that uh, a lot of people don't know, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, they are really, really powerful when it comes to video. Um, they rank, they rank video very highly in their algorithms. So if you posted a link from, you know, to your SoundCloud with your latest episode, um, that's not going to rank as high as if you made a video and then uploaded that to your account. Um, so I actually have a tool called the social video creator that will help you take your previous episodes or in a new episode of your podcast and convert it into a video. Um, and then you upload it straight to, to Facebook and to YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. That's awesome. And um, I know for me, and I started doing it with my other clients, is pushing from Libsyn to YouTube and it, it will convert your podcast to, uh, to a video. Um, but I like your point about sharing the video version on social media like taking it that next level, which I actually never thought of (laughs) because I'm so (laughs) focused on the audio of the podcast. Right. 
Um, but I like that. Now, you also have a tool that I saw that um, where it had, was like a video preview of your podcast, and I thought that was really cool. Right. So what what the what the social video creator tool allows you to do is um, like kind of design your your video how you want it. Um, it just ends up being like a video with a still image, mm-hmm. but you can customize it. You can upload your own background, you can add your yeah. own text, and you can choose which platforms you want to create the video for. Um, so yeah, it's, you can really if you don't know how to design or you don't have a designer, this makes it really easy to create a really, really, a really good looking video, um, to share. And one thing I would say about these videos is they're really, really good for basically teasing your next episode. Oh yeah. So take like a 45 second clip or maybe a couple of clips from your next episode, stitch them together and then use the video tool to essentially create a little teaser that you can upload to Facebook, um, and Twitter and, and keep pushing that out. Maybe every, every couple days up until your episode goes live mm-hmm. and you will see a lot more engagement. Interesting. I like that. It's like a little commercial, <laughs> right? Exactly. And you can slick. do, you can do this with old episodes too. So it's, you don't, you know, it takes only about 45 seconds to turn a previous episode into, you know, great new content that you yeah. can share. That's awesome. I love that. Um, and I noticed in there you have uh, a tool as well to do with iTunes and SEO. So for those that don't really understand, I mean, SEO to everyone is Google, right? But I mean, iTunes has its <laughs> own way of, of searching and keywords and what have you. Can you give us, I know you don't want to give all the, the goods away, but can you give us a little tip on maybe how SEO works with iTunes and then what your tool is for that? Sure. So um, yeah, when, when you typically think of SEO, search engine optimization, you think of Google because Google is the largest search engine, but there's many, many others. There's YouTube right. as a search engine and so is iTunes. So um, you need to be, as a podcaster, like it's ideal for you to show up when people search for terms that are relevant to your podcast. So, you know, if people search for entrepreneur, um, you know, the Salient to Success podcast should show up. That's so, awesome. Right. So I, I basically looked at iTunes and I said, well, you know, there's, it's not very, it's not very helpful to kind of understand like where I am in iTunes and, um, how people find me. And, um, maybe you're trying to be found for certain topics. Um, it was really hard to kind of figure that and measure it. So I made a couple of tools that, um, essentially solved that, that problem. Um, and by the way, the reason you care about iTunes SEO is, if you have a business and you're doing a podcast to market your business, the, uh, you know, it's, it's in your best interest to show up on iTunes when people search for topics that are relevant to your business. Right. Um, because that's how you get more leads. That's true. And I know, um, I used to use podcast Republic, I think it was called. And I'm, I admittedly, I'm not loyal to any particular podcast show. It's whatever topic I want to hear about. And I'll search within, not iTunes, but like their tools. Like I want to learn about, I don't know, video SEO, or I want to learn about, so what podcasts are, you know, up there that have to do with those particular topics. That's for me how I would search versus being loyal on a specific type of show. But so the the same type thing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. 
So yeah, people, people use iTunes just like they do Google. Um, so you definitely should be treating your podcast as if it's a website and there's, there, there are ways that you can basically make sure that you, you show up when people search, um, for relevant keywords. Right. So, uh, I have a couple I can dive in to about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the first thing that you should definitely be thinking about is the title of your podcast. Um, so when people iTunes looks at, first of all, it looks at the title and it says, are there any keywords that they search for? So, um, one thing that I recommend is kind of emulating what, uh, the, the podcast smart passive income does by Pat Flynn. Um, Pat Flynn has spent, spent a lot of his time building his brand with his podcast. So you should definitely look at how he's structured his iTunes information and then kind of, um, copy that. So I can give you some examples. Um, what Pat Flynn does is his show name is the smart passive income podcast. And then he actually stuffs keywords into the title of his show. So he uses online business. He uses blogging, passive income and lifestyle. Um, so he's putting keywords right in this title. Um, and that's actually extremely powerful. So if you, if you go into iTunes and you search for online business, he's going to show up, um, pretty high up in the, in the list. So you um, mean in, sorry, just for clarification. So you mean in the title of his podcast show or the episodes in the title of his actual podcast? Oh, his okay. show name. Show yes. His, yeah. yeah. Show name. Yep. And the, um, the description as important as well. So the description helps. Um, it's, I don't think actually is necessarily taken into account when people are searching. Right. Um, it's mostly three things. It's the show name. It's the artist name. So, you know, that would, that would be whoever you've yeah. said the author of the podcast is. And then if people are searching for episodes for, for specifically podcast episodes that have a keyword, um, your episode title matters. Gotcha. Uh, so there's actually two other kind of factors that contribute to your, to your ranking inside of iTunes. Um, but they're kind of non-obvious. The, the first one is actually your podcast artwork, right? And when people search for something on iTunes, what do they see first? Well, they see your album artwork. So it's, it's really important to have your podcast kind of pop. Um, and so that, that basically that's the first introduction. And that will, if you have a great artwork, that's already going to start building brand and kind of like trust with your listener. Right. And the, uh, the second thing that's kind of non-obvious that is going to contribute to your SEO would be iTunes reviews. It mostly provides social proof, but mm. if you have a business that, you know, and you're using your podcast to market your business, this is going to help you get more leads. It's going to help you get more clients because those, that social proof is like already helping them understand that like you provide some, something great and um, they're going to be much more likely to listen. So should we be promoting those reviews, if you will, on social media, like sharing, Oh, look what this person just said about my show, blah, blah, blah. Yes, you definitely should. Um, If you have a graphics virtual assistant, or you just know how to use Photoshop, you can definitely um, take reviews from iTunes and then turn them into kind of like a, a social image to share. Yeah. Um, 
And actually, Pod Hero has a iTunes review tracking review tracking tool. Oh, cool! So you, you might not know this, but when you're looking at reviews on iTunes, mm-hmm. you only see reviews in your country. I did not know that. Yep. So there's 158 other countries out there that you could have reviews for. Um, so if you're in, if you have iTunes set to Canada, you're only going to see Canadian reviews. You might have you know, um, a couple us reviews. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, definitely it's very useful to, to know what people are saying, um, and how different cultures interpret your podcast. And it just gives you more content that you can, you can take the reviews that positive feedback and, um, use it as social media content. Um, and you should definitely, when you're making those images, definitely put their, their handle like the actual right. reviewer's name and they'll get excited when they see that like they'll be like oh my gosh i was featured and then <laughs> they'll share it right exactly and it's i imagine too with kind of analyzing um the information on itunes it's like you know which shows are getting the best reviews you know and same with Lipson, which one got the most downloads is it what content's resonating with you know what people right yeah downloads no, don't necessarily result and yeah. you know more results um downloads just tells you like here's kind of like a ballpark figure of you know how many subscribers you have but really at the end of the day all that matters is you know you could have you could have 100 downloads but if you have 10 you know 10 customers that that, that find you because exactly. of that one episode that's really powerful um so it's more about kind of showing up when people are looking for an answer yeah, I agree. And it's kind of like qual- uh, quality versus quantity. Yes, absolutely. All about, yeah, you can have, you can have a very short podcast and you can deliver a lot of value yeah. and people will value that more than a very long and drawn out hour podcast where they kind of slowly, you know, get tired <laughs> of listening to words and they just want to know the answer to their question. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's kind of like a Facebook, you know, a lot of people are hung up on how many, you know, likes you have on the page. It's like, well, that's fine and dandy, but how many people are liking and sharing and engaging and talking with you on Facebook is, is what's key really. So same concept. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, um, kind of explain in a broad term, I guess, what, um, what your program does and, and some of the other elements that maybe we didn't have a chance to, to cover. Okay. Uh, give me one second here. And for those um, that are listening here, so it's podhero.io. And, um, and yeah, just when he says it's a Swiss army knife of marketing and production tools, there are so many I mean, there's so many ways to use it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of went on a, a tool building spree That's and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much, there's so much more I want to make, but you know, you sometimes in business, you got to stop and say, look, this is enough yeah. um, time to share it. So uh, sort of the approach that I took with pod hero was uh, kind of, I would say three prong. Um, first podcasters need to sound awesome. Yeah. Um, so I have, I have one tool called the audio enhancer that essentially it automates the technical hurdles to make your vocals sound amazing. So if you're not an audio engineer, no, 
right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, if like if words like compression and normalization and noise gates sound Ooh, crazy to you, words. yeah, that's that's you can automate that. So I have a tool that essentially allows you to upload your audio. It will apply all of those magical effects and then give you a download link. And um, you just have to know how to cut out the ums and ahs in your editing and you're good to go. Right on. So the, uh, this kind of the second pillar that I built tools for was promoting intelligently. Um, you have to be efficient. And a lot of these, a lot of these techniques that work now take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So one of them is basically I allow you to turn, we actually talked about this earlier. You can turn your previous episodes into social media videos. Yeah. that's so um, cool. Yeah. It's kind of like, you can kind of think of it like Canva, but for oh, that's a good way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. But for video. Um, and then the next thing is basically automating your podcast and being automating the process of moving your podcast to YouTube. So I have a tool that allows you to do that. You don't have to necessarily be on with Libsyn. Mm. You can be with um, Blueberry or... Right, because there are other uh, right. providers. Right, there's many others. Um, and if, even if you move podcast hosts, um, this would continue to work. And it's, it's a little bit more robust than I would say Libsyn. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of control more of how your video looks and kind of the, the description in the video and, and keyword tags and everything like that. Um, it's really important. So, Oh, I just want to mention one thing. Um, YouTube is a second largest search engine behind Google. Yeah. So if you're pushing your, you should push your podcast to YouTube because Google will rank that much higher than say like your website or other other things. Um, and it just gives you more credibility Mm -hmm. within Google. And also if you're linking, your website in your podcast episode description, it will provide a backlink back to your website, thus raising your Google SEO. Perfect. Triple whammy. Triple whammy. (laughs) Bam, bam, bam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, another feature I want to mention is what's called the episode media kit. So a lot of, you know, we sort of talked about how you may want to start an interview podcast and, um, one of the, the things that you, that comes along with having an interview podcast is essentially um, encouraging your guests to share the episode that you recorded with them mm-hmm. on, with their audience. And if you can leverage their audience, that's how you grow. That's how you yeah. grow your podcast. Absolutely. So if you get, you know, a very popular person or just, you know, a very ordinary person like myself, <laughs> um, what you want to do is you want to make it like almost frictionless for them to, to want to share yeah. your episode on like Facebook and LinkedIn and um, whatever social media platform you're going for. So I basically created a tool that would allow the podcaster to basically create these click to share um, social media posts. So you can, you know, queue up a tweet and, um, and some Facebook posts and some LinkedIn posts and maybe some, some like social media images, you can kind of like bundle these all together mm-hmm. and then send a link with all of this stuff to your interviewee. Awesome. Like a media link that has all the stuff they need to start promoting it and it just makes it like a no brainer for them. 
Right. It's literally, it's a media kit for your episode. Awesome. Um, and they can just, you know, if they're on LinkedIn, they just like read the tweet or the, the, the LinkedIn post. And I'm like, Oh, that sounds good. I like, I like that. I'm going to share this. They click it and then it shares it. Uh, they don't have to like spend time thinking about what, oh, what and how to share. It, yeah. You want to remove that barrier so that they push it out for you. Absolutely. Yep. Nice. And Yep. So there's, there's a lot of tools in there. I don't think we have time to go through all of them. Um, They'll so, have to check it out themselves, Kyle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come, come on over guys. <laughs> awesome. Well, you've shared um, tons of um, advice on podcasting and tips. And again, I'll say go to podhero.io, of course, to check out your um your Swiss army knife for podcasters. I love that term. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So yeah, thank you again for, for sharing all those great strategies. And, um, I know I'll be checking out that tool for myself, but, um, also my clients I'm always looking for ways to optimize, um, marketing for the podcast and, uh, boosting SEO and, uh, yeah, just growing our business through podcasting. So thanks for that. You're welcome, Lindsay. Alrighty. So that is that for this special episode, guys, of Sailing to Success podcast. Um, you'll, of course, find this episode and previous episodes at sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. And if you are looking to, you know, calm the choppy waters of fast-paced business growth and attract and acquire more customers faster with powerful content marketing, um, head over to smooth sailing, sorry, to smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So until next time, folks, I wish you all a productive and profitable week and may the winds always be at your back. Mm -hmm.